spooky episode of the alternate reality detectives podcast hello hello there hello everyone all right and as i said before this is the very spooky episode um episode six of the alternate reality detectives podcast uh we are planning to yes this is going to be released on october 31st halloween oh how spooky and uh we've got some great things in store for you so before we get right into the meat of this episode i want to start off by bringing up the uh team trees movement so team trees is a fundraiser for for the world actually um and their goal is to plant 20 million trees by the start of 2020. So January 1st, 2020. And their goal is to just show that you can bring the whole world together and actually make a difference. So yeah. this started off as a milestone, subscriber milestone for the one and only Mr. Beast on YouTube. And it was tweeted to him that for every subscriber that he had for the milestones of 20 million, he should plant a tree. And so that whole thing has turned into hashtag team trees or the team trees uh, a project. And essentially he got to get, he brought together a whole ton of youtubers a lot of popular youtubers so this includes like pewdiepie i justine mark rober um the infographics show uh veritasium so like these are more of the nerdy ones um but <laughs> they're still lot. popular if you so, search yeah, up they're... hashtag team trees on youtube you could see uh Smarter Everyday, Linus Tech Tips, uh, there's Captain Disillusion, if you know who that is, Drama Alert, he made a video on that. Um, so in, yeah, in fact, basically, in fact, uh-huh. sorry, um, in fact, if you are on YouTube and you are subscribed to any amount of big channels, it's almost guaranteed that you will find uh, a Team Trees video in your subscription box. Probably yeah. right now. The, uh, yeah, the videos have been released over the course of the past two hours. As of now, um, yeah. So I, as of now, if you're subscribed to me, you'll eventually see a Team Trees video really soon, actually. Um. <laughs> so. I guess you could say that um, he sprouted an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Once you didn't laugh. The, the the audience can't see it, but it's I'm face palming. 
Um, so yeah, Team Trees. If uh, basically every dollar that you donate directly correlates to one tree being planted. So you're gonna try to plant 20 million trees. Uh, the actual planting is hopefully by 2022. And so yeah, um, this is in in a with a support <laughs> thanks english uh they partnered up with the arbor day foundation to actually make this possible that uh the arbor day foundation is a uh, it's the longest running uh ngo for planting trees i think almost 50 years as of today uh you can find more information on teamtrees.org and I will definitely be donating after this episode actually. So yeah. Awesome. And can I just say the yes. the teamtrees.org website is beautiful. I love it. it, it is it's designed. really amazing how they managed to to put it to put it together. Yeah. It's, it's really fantastic. Oh, and I pulled up this episode. So if you're watching on YouTube, then you'll see the uh, website right now. But I pulled up this website a little bit ago, and I haven't refreshed. So once I refresh, as of now, or when I pulled it up, there were 742,000, almost 743,000 donations or dollars donated. And oh now it's 883,000. So people are making it work. Like, yeah, it's almost at a million. Yeah, absolutely, almost at a million. It's crazy. Um, one twentieth of the way there. Yeah, it's amazing how quickly. Yeah. This is how many trees have been planted already within two hours. Also, um, as of now, there's been. Uh, well, didn't they I say that they'd be their... planting them like on a certain day, or it, they're gonna be planted throughout the next two years. Okay. But for his video, Mr. Beast, they planted 300 trees already. Uh, Mark Rober planted some trees with drones. Um, other YouTubers have planted trees also. So yeah. Um, cool. Be sure to be a part of this super amazing cause. Can you refresh it one more time? <laughs> 895. So 10,000 within one minute. It's crazy. Awesome. That's incredible. Here, uh, oh, they have a category for most trees planted. Mr. Beast, obviously, 100,000. I like um, the way Mr. Beast's description is, I dare you to take this space from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mark Rover, 50,000. Uh... I'm not sure who some of these other people are. Discovery, I would assume. Yeah. It's part of uh, the Discovery, Discovery channel. Discovery channel. Yeah. Azyland, if you know who she is. Uh, 10,000. Hello Fresh, which is the... Uh, the cooking. Cooking thing, yeah. So, mm -hmm. They put in 5,000. Anonymous. Anonymous. The hacksmith if you know who he is so yeah a lot of people a lot of people awesome r slash <laughs> nanocurrency <laughs> 1001 trees 
So this is cool. It's really cool to see something like this happen, especially now when mm -hmm. climate change, cli uh, global warming is more prevalent. Yeah. So yeah. So let's. We should probably introduce someone. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> uh, you guys have already heard his voice, but now you're gonna hear him talk about a little bit about himself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> welcome, Hammy slash Adam. Hello. Uh, hey guys. Hey everyone. So um. Some of some of you might already know me. Um, some of you might know me as Hammy. Uh, I run the ARG Club Room Discord. Some of you might be a part of that, maybe not. Uh, and other than that, I've been an experienced, uh, you know, ARG player for quite a while. I've solved multiple ARGs, or I've been a part of the solving groups for multiple ARGs. Uh, and other than that, I I'm just a fun person. I'm just a regular person like anyone else. Um, you know, I, I, I live in Europe, so recording times, <clears throat> a little bit late, but that's fine. Uh, and I'm just really glad to be, uh, a part of this podcast. And, and I'm really honored that, and, you know, I got the chance to, uh, to be here and to, to speak with you guys. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really me. Uh, there's isn't, there's isn't much, uh, to me and I, I feel like, uh, as time goes on, you'll get to know me more and more, uh, just from the way that I talk, from the way that I, from the things that I talk about. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Thanks guys for having me uh, on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely, and we're excited yeah. to have you on here. So, should we clarify that uh, he's not just a guest? This is yes. our new podcaster. Yeah. Um, da -da -da. Hello. Hammy is <laughs> our newest and third podcast member or podcast host yeah um officially a part of the amazing alternate reality detectives family uh yeah so if we actually get this uh other project done hopefully today then you guys might have already figured out the scavenger hunt <laughs> um secret <laughs> which would lead to you guys figuring out the new updated website um which shows a reveal of Hammy as our th third podcaster. Yeah, my apologies to everyone in the server. Um well not I'm not really sorry, but this is what it's been leading up to. I hope y'all enjoyed it, and I'm sorry for every single teaser I gave y'all with, like, literally no information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully you guys have enjoyed the scavenger hunt. It, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was so much, there was so much preparation and so many things done to, to like, reveal me. I, I'm feeling very flattered. Uh, that there was so much done, uh, just to that. But but I, I'm I'm glad that you know it all took place and that I'm here now. Mm -hmm. and it's been a lot of fun. Hopefully, and as of right now, as of recording, we have, or I have some other uh, things to reveal. Um, that only a few select people have 
know about. Um, and hopefully by the time this up episode goes up, you guys will already know what they are. Um, well, spill, spill the beans. Well, because if I don't do it and this episode goes up, then... It's not a secret anymore. Uh, okay. Okay, well, um, okay, let me let me reason with you real quick. We're posting this episode on Halloween. On Halloween. You have till Halloween. Six days from now. Okay. That's plenty of time. You know what? That's I think you got you know it. What? Yeah, I'll work on it. Um so we had yeah. Um we have a as you guys have seen, we have posted the AR Detectives Better Discord theme. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, if you guys need help installing Better Discord, feel free to hit us up on Discord. And yep. hopefully you guys enjoy that theme. But in addition to that, there will be a bonus theme surrounding Halloween. So there's going to be the AR Detectives better discord halloween edition theme <laughs> um and hopefully that turns out well and that you guys enjoy it after halloween we'll continue working on other editions and hope that you guys enjoy it um yeah. there's one other thing but that's more long-term. And so I can't say anything about it. Ooh, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys, real. and I'll cut it out. Okay. I'll say oh. that I cut it out. I'm saying that I'm going to cut it you out. You have the option. You and, have uh, the option, though. Yeah. It's <laughs> going to be this, the... Uh... Watch this find its way to the episode. You're like, I'm going <laughs> to cut this out, and then you release the episode, and then it's there. Uh, yeah, I'm totally going to forget. Um... I will spam you. Make sure you don't forget. <laughs> I'm putting a timestamp in my stopwatch right now. To show. <laughs> okay. Um. So it's gonna be the. All right. Yeah. We're so back. You guys didn't hear any of that, which is the awesomeness of editing. A good part of editing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's uh. So, for this episode, we have three Quite a main few things. things. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, th oh. <laughs> uh, three main things. We've already introduced Hammy, which is the most important part. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and now we are going to move on to our new logo. You guys will probably you guys will see it in your whatever um subscription feed for the podcast is, but um yeah, we have a new logo. And I hope you guys like it. It's brighter, more happy, I guess. It's oh, it goes away from the uh, darker side of like ARGs, and even though we do like that kind of stuff, um, it's a nice, it's a nice change, I think. Uh, here at the Alternate Reality Detectives, we like to support everyone and shine light on good things in the world and so i think this uh new logo really supports that idea of course we're still gonna talk about the 
dark stuff, the dark ARGs and all that stuff. But um, the new logo, if you were a patron, that means you already got to see it. And if you want to see more up and oh shoot, the logo's already outdated. <laughs> the logo's already outdated because uh -oh. it's shows hosted by Haunted Riley and not Oops. Adam. Ah. <laughs> Well, well we couldn't spoil it. everything yeah. for our patrons, you know? Yeah, that's true. So, uh, this is yeah. going to be what the new logo looks like, with the exception that it's going to be hosted by Hans, Riley, and Adam. Uh, that's a really sick-looking logo. Thank I you. I just want to say. Thank really you. nice. Really proud who, of it. Who designed it? Me. I did. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. Good job. Me over here telling Hans, make it more purple. Yep, yep. I got the message. Um, I'm sorry. So this is going to be the first version of the logo. Um, for those listening, you guys will be seeing the final version anywhere you're subscribed to us. Which, if you want to share the podcast, tell people that we are found anywhere with where you can put in an RSS feed. You can also find us on Breaker, Player.fm, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Castbox, Castro, Overcast, Pocket Casts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher, and TuneIn. So we've been doing a lot of stuff to bring our podcast to. Yes, as uh, many one of people. our favorite things is Pandora. Yes. Actually, we're big happy. <laughs> Funny thing, I, I tried to search up our podcast on Pandora and it didn't show up. Oh, Ben. Let me. Let you guys Let's... are gonna again, see it again. live right now. Um, and hopefully it works. Find artists, songs, podcasts, and more. So, the alternate reality detectives. Pod, okay, no, not podcast. Let's change the just, search. Yeah, slide the podcast tab. Huh? So can't uh, find. Is it the that's AR detectives? It probably is. To be fair. What? Okay. The I was about to say. Uh, no, we are not there. One word. <laughs> so. Well, that doesn't spell this good things. Slightly embarrassing. You know, I got the submission that, or the message that it was accepted, and now they lied. What is going Sorry, on? Sorry, guys. Um, we'll get bad. Anyways, while we're uh, so, uh, plugging all our other things, <laughs> um, you can also. If I were you, I would huh. just. Oh, one second. Someone's calling me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> The power of editing. Power of editing, yeah, true. Um, while we're uh, plugging all our things, you can also connect with us or follow us on Discord, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, check out our website, the AR Detectives, the RF.GD, um, which is also Ooh, outdated. Looking. Like, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon. Lastly, Patreon. Make sure uh, if you like our stuff, our content, then make sure you follow us on or support us on Patreon. 
and you'll be getting a lot of behind the scenes stuff, such as uh, whatever we're working on. <laughs> um, in the past, back. welcome back. In the past, our patrons were able to see a sneak peek of our intro audio, that logo that you guys see now. Um, and they also just got a bonus episode. It was episode 4.5 with Aiden Elliott. So, if you guys like our stuff, make sure you support us on Patreon. That'd be very nice. <laughs> uh, okay, now let's actually get into Daisy Brown. Yeah, sorry guys for our long intro. We just had a lot of stuff to announce, you know? Sometimes, sometimes you just have to, you know, that's a lot of things. Take All right, let's get the... started with Daisy Rapp. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, right. Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So, uh, Daisy Brown. So, Daisy Brown is, um, it's an ARG, um, sort of, it, it has an interactive elements to Twitter, but it's an ARG that takes place over um, a YouTube channel and a Twitter account. Uh, and basically, it, it is being run by the girl in question, Daisy Brown, uh, and she has a monster. That's the basic synopsis of it. She has a monster that she takes care that she takes care of. Uh, and on Twitter and on YouTube, uh, she just posts updates about what's been going on with her life. And as the story progresses, um, you know, things take a, a kind of dark, twisted turn. That's a pretty good way to put it, to be honest. Uh, starts off pretty pure. She's got this, you know, this little monster that's a friend. And then by the end of it, he's like, uh, what's a, what's a nice way to put it? Like a demon, but like not a demon, basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you do get a, you do get a logical explanation for everything that goes on in the videos. Uh, in the end. Uh, and the nice thing about uh, Daisy Brown is that in almost all of her videos, if you turn on the captions, uh, mm -hmm. you don't only get a transcript of the video, there are hidden messages inside yeah. each video that tell a hidden story uh, of what's what has been going on behind the scenes with uh, Daisy's life, with the life of her father, um, and kind of deeper insight into uh, the, the monster. Right into what the monster is thinking. Yeah. So, do you want to uh, kind of summarize, basically give a synopsis? So, warning, uh, if you want spoiler. to, yeah, spoiler alert, uh, you might want to just skip past this part and move to our other part of this podcast episode if you don't want spoilers for Daisy Brown. But we're about to spoil it and go super in depth. So, there yeah, so That's all warning. you have to do is literally just search up Daisy Brown on YouTube and uh, the channel should pop up. She has 150,000 subscribers, so quite a lot. Um, but but yeah, like all you have to do is just search it up. It's right there on YouTube. You can go watch the whole thing right now. Yeah. So with that said, spoiler alert over, um, basically what happens is that for the first couple of episodes, 
Um, it's just life updates um, between Daisy and uh, and with her monster, whose name is Alan. We find this out in the first episode. Uh, and the uh, YouTube videos run alongside the Twitter account. So uh, I think the Twitter account posted first, uh, where people were asking Daisy questions on Twitter, uh, and then she started posting videos. The thing about Daisy is that she's 19 and hasn't had access to the internet until now. She has only gotten access to a Twitter account uh, and a YouTube account really recently. Which, when you think about it, it's kind of weird because, I mean, she's a 19-year-old living in a yeah. modern society, right? But um, there, there, there is a logical explanation for that later. Um, but anyways, uh, her first couple of videos are just um, her talking about Alan, her monster. Uh, so the explanation that we get is that uh, Alan was created by her father somehow. That her, her father is a scientist and he's been working on uh, experiments uh, basically to create um, life. To, to create... Um, it, it, it was experimentation on, on creating life. Um, yeah. And suddenly her father disappeared somewhere, leaving Daisy to take care of the uh, monster that he had created. Uh, so at the start, Daisy really loves the monster, right? She treats him like a friend. Um, and presumably that's because she hasn't had friends in the past. So now she's gotten this monster uh, and, you know, she's she's taking care of him as, as much as possible because uh, they're, they're kind of showing each other compassion. So at the moment, the monster can't talk. He can't do anything. Uh, she has to feed him every single day. Yeah, um, he's basically a, a what you would treat like a baby, honestly. Exactly. So uh, she tells us that his body can only process sugar. Uh, so she, you know, feeds him sugar tablets and then later on she um, feeds him sugar water, uh, basically to, to keep him going. But it is basically like caring for a baby. Uh, and after a while, uh, the monster starts growing, right? Uh, yeah. and, uh, she, she kind of posts updates on whatever, he, on, on his, on his growing, uh, among other kind of, um, stuff that's been going on, uh, in her life. Uh, and among those videos, like I said, at the start, uh, there are hidden messages inside each of the captions, uh, and they're told from the perspectives of different characters in the story. So, so the characters are Daisy, her dad, uh, and the monster at the moment, and then there are a few other characters that pop up later, or specifically one. Um, those, those are the three main characters, and you get to see uh, each of them talk about their experiences through the hidden. Uh, through the hidden captions. Uh, so sometimes they might be Daisy's internal thoughts. Uh, other times they might be the thoughts of the monster. And other times it's some conversation uh, that's taking place between either um, Daisy herself and her father, uh, or perhaps her, her father's just speaking to himself. Uh, and we learn through these that... Um, eventually, um, when Daisy, I presume, was really little... Uh, her mother died, um, and uh, her father was super distraught about it, um, and he began experimenting with life to see if he could uh, bring her back, or if he could create something that 
you know, could serve as a mother figure for Daisy. Mm-hmm. Um, and as as the web series goes on, the monster becomes bigger and bigger and eventually learns to talk. Um, at which point he gains a sort of independence and starts to turn on Daisy. Um, and for the final half of the web series, Daisy's just basically running away from from the monster all the time. She's running away from Alan uh, because he, he's trying to he's trying to hurt her. Uh, she still loves him and she still wants to love him because she's the only he's the only thing that she's ever known, right? He's he, he's the only friend that she's ever had. So she wants to care about him, but Alan's being abusive towards her. Um, and going into that uh, second half of the web series and looking through all the um, all the hidden kind of captions and all the videos, um, you start to learn that uh, her father captured a uh, a fellow lab assistant um, from his lab to do experiments on. Uh, he was being confronted uh, about his experiments on life. Uh, and he was basically told that it's wrong, right? And that uh, it's putting him and his family in danger. And he wouldn't listen because he was so uh, kind of um, deep already into this um, that he didn't want to stop. Uh, and when confronted about it, one of his co-workers said that he'd call Child Protective Services on him to get Daisy out of the house because of you know, he's conducting dangerous experiments in there. Uh, at which point, her father kidnaps that lab assistant and basically brings him down to the basement, brings her down to the basement, rather, uh, and uses her life soul as fuel for his twisted experiment. And then um, the, the show continues. Uh, the monster grows again. Um, now he's actively hurting Daisy. Uh, sometimes it'll occasionally cut to Daisy being covered in blood or outside. Um, presumably Alan having bitten her or, I don't know, scratched her or whatever. So he's constantly running away from him. And at one point, she decides to descend into the basement. And the basement is basically this room that her father told her never to go down into. Uh, and he used kind of scare tactics to 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 get her to stay out. He said there was mold in there that could hurt her, uh, and that she should never descend down into the basement because there's nothing important there. Uh, so she, uh, for for a good year, she decides not to do that. She she says the basement is too dangerous and that she's not going to go down. But now, in kind of a fit of desperation, um, after a fight with Alan, uh, she gets thrown down into the, into the basement involuntarily uh and while there she discovers another monster quote unquote who's been locked in that basement for a year now um and his name is i can't i can't recall his name um i think it's hold on yeah this is what happens hold on one second sounds good I don't remember either. <laughs> um, yeah, me neither. It's I just remember towards the end, like a lot of that stuff, but not the me. <laughs> Once you figure out that name and we finish the summary, the 
the psych major in me wants to make so many psychoanalytic comments. Sure, yeah, uh, <laughs> do it. That that's what that's what we're here for. We're here to analyze, talk about ARGs, and yeah. Yeah, I realized like how much I was like reading into it as we kept talking. And I was um, like, Wait, <clears throat> after. After we talk about Deja Brown, for those who are still listening at this point, we're gonna bring up uh, some other ARGs in this episode, and the other big topic, which is the dark web. So stay tuned. Okay, I uh, I figured out the name. It's a Lithop. Lithop is the name of the. Uh... Right. The other monster. Yeah. I was on such a uh, roll. Yeah. I was on such a roll. I hope you uh, cut some of that pause out. Um, uh, just want to figure out the name. We tried to fill in the dead space. Role. You're good. Oh, okay, right. Fair enough. So, um, yeah, Lithop is the name of the spirit that, or, or the monster that she finds down into the basement. Um, and at first she's scared of him, obviously, because she doesn't know what it is. Um, but as it turns out, Lithop is another kind of failed experiment based on the same soul that uh, her father captured um, from the scientist, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and as it turns out, Lithop is actually really nice to her. Uh, and she brings him upstairs uh, back to where Alan is. And for a couple of weeks, they kind of live in perpetual fear of Alan. So Alan's in, Alan's in the same house as Daisy and Lithop. Uh, and Daisy's been talking to Lithop and in he, she's been really nice to her, uh, and they've kind of made friends, and Alan really isn't a fan of that. Uh, and so, at the very, very end, um, Daisy decides to run away. She decides to, to run away from Alan, get out of there, get Lithop out of there, because she feels like it's dangerous to be in the house now. Uh, and in those last few episodes, um, we find out eventually what happened to her dad, which was that um, he realized at the end, in the end, that what he was doing was wrong, that he was creating life and that he shouldn't be playing God. Uh, and what he did was he basically threw everything into the basement and ran away, uh, leaving Daisy to, to care for Alan and care for the monstrosities that, that he's created, which it's, it's tragic, but um, that's what happened to uh, her father. And her mother obviously had been dead for quite a while now. Uh, and so in the final video, um, she decides to basically pack up all her stuff. She, she packs up the top in a bag uh, and she tries running away. And as she's trying to kind of get out of get out of the house, Alan comes up and confronts her and he asks her where she's going uh, and they get into a fight. And eventually um, it, it escalates to a point where Daisy kills Alan. Uh, she just basically, I think she takes a blunt object and she she hits him on the head. Uh, and after that, she basically just runs out of the house. She takes Liz up, she takes all of her stuff, and she runs out, uh, out into the forest, um, out onto uh, a set of tracks, and then by a lake, uh, where they sit around and they have one final secret conversation in the captions. Uh, it's the conversation between Daisy and Lithop. And she's basically confronting, they're basically, um, not confronting, uh, they're basically comforting each other um, about what has happened and uh, all their hopes for a new life. 
And that's the final video. And the channel and the Twitter has been silent from that point forward. Uh, and we don't know what happens to Daisy. Presumably she's gone on and uh, found a new life out there. And that's basically the synopsis of, of the, the web series. Yeah, th uh, thank you. Um, sorry, I know that was really long. No, you're good. I'm, the, I'm sorry if that, that took up do like not, Do time. not apologize. That was amazing. And this oh, was thank you. wonderful for your first episode. That was really good. Sounded, I'm, so, like I'm me, so flattered. Thank you. Me when I popped off about... um, <laughs> Shoot. Hi, I'm Mary Mary. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a what a great ARG that is as well. Hi, I'm Mary Mary. Fantastic <laughs> yeah. ARG. Love it. So, um, Riley, you want to bring up some points? So, basically, part of my awful voice right now, but... From, like, a viewpoint of, like, I guess a psychological viewpoint of this, like Adam said earlier, it, you could see that Daisy's dad was, you know, basically playing God. And not to get too, like, religious or anything, but this is kind of, I feel like, also a commentary on the effects of what can happen when you mess with, you know, the creation of life with and trying life. to bring things back from the dead. Like, it enters, like, horror movie level, almost. Like, when you think about, like, messing with Ouija boards, and you're, like, trying to talk to the dead, and it just always comes back and messes with you somehow. While it didn't affect Daisy's dad, it still affected their family. And seeing, like, how he wanted to create this, not monster, but this figure of some sort to replace, you know, mother figure that passed away for Daisy... The roles ended up being reversed, and Daisy was playing the mother figure to these creations that her dad made. And it's like, it's just everything went backwards than what the plan was. Mm -hmm. It just Yeah, it, it was basically an, an ironic twist of fate. The, yeah. the whole story of Daisy Brown is, is that of a, a warning, basically. Yeah. Uh, that you really... shouldn't be messing with things beyond your control. Yeah. And while it's not good for, like, you know, a teenager to be growing up and having to play this mother figure, it kind of shows how she had to take care of herself once her mom passed away. I mean, she had to become an adult from a young age, especially once her dad left, and keep herself steady and able to live. But having to take care of Alan or, you know, this monster, but... It doesn't help her, but in a sense, she saw him, as you guys said earlier, she was lonely. She didn't have friends. For her, this giving this monster a name, like, humanized it for her. It made her feel more real than just some clay-looking thing that can't speak and then becomes a jerk whenever he matures. <laughs> mm hmm I think, um, like, the whole point, the whole point of this is that Daisy basically just projected her own loneliness yeah. onto Alan. That that was the whole point of it. She was so desperate for a friend, for a real friend, who, um, while she had, like, internet friends, quote-unquote, uh, over Twitter, um, she didn't feel like they were real friends. She felt like they were, you know, constantly bugging her, sort of asking questions all the time. And at one point, there's a video where she just gets frustrated with it all. 
but I, I feel like from the start, she thought Alan would be kind of her best friend. And that was because of the sheer loneliness uh, that she'd experienced for basically her entire life. Yeah. I mean, and it's sad to, like, even though this is a fictional story, it's very heart-wrenching at points because like if you're a teenager watching it you're like I feel that you know the the want for a friend if you're like going through a rough time or something that's why like kids that are younger have like imaginary friends like in this sense not saying Alan's imaginary he was very much real but like to her that was kind of like her imaginary friend the closest thing to what she could have in person yeah Mm -hmm. precisely I mean she as far as we're aware, she'd been conditioned not to ever leave mm-hmm. uh, that house since since uh, she was little. Uh, and that final video of her running away is her breaking kind of out of that. Uh, I feel, yeah, I, I don't think it's ever directly said, but I think it's implied that her father kind of kept her locked in the house all the time uh, because he was afraid that he'd lose her just like he lost his wife. Which is why she's been in isolation for so long, uh, and she hadn't discovered the internet until now, uh, and why she doesn't have any friends. Yeah, it's very sad. But there is, if you guys don't have any other comments, there is something that I want to like introduce into this little commentary that we're having on. Sure. Yeah, go for it. So, uh, a couple of the videos I watched kind of um, theorized that there might have been a connection between Daisy Brown and Alan Tutorial. What are your thoughts? Well, well, there's that direct connection. I was gonna bring this up too, but um, there's you that, were yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's that direct connection that the monster Alan is in reference to um Alan uh, Resnick, Alan Resnick, the creator mm-hmm. of Alan Tutorial, and his form of storytelling. So the d- yeah. d- direction or the connection i don't think there actually is one but a lot of it does take inspiration from yeah definitely that's that's what i was thinking and it kind of um shoot i forgot the the name of the other thing that alan did but it was on um shoot it was the one where the girl like literally sank in the floor oh uh (laughs) um Uh, anyways someone will know what i'm talking about yeah um it was on adult swim it was weird and it was like people that were just sinking into floors and it's weird but if you follow down that rabbit hole from that um little skit like short thing you like find the video of alan like doing a like a pottery thing and there it's it's him making like clay stuff that looks very familiar to like Alan the monster. Ah. I was like, I was like, I don't know if he's trying to make the connection or I'm reading too far into it, but it was like very closely related. It's probably where uh, the creator of Daisy Brown, um, what's her name? I don't know her name. Um, I think it is just. It, it might just be Daisy. No, it isn't. Um, I'll do some Google. But I think, I'm not positive, so don't take my word for this. I think she references some 
kind of like the reference to the sickness that they talk about within the files from that adult swim thing uh daisy brown creator yeah i honestly in my opinion i feel like it's more of a reference or easter egg than a direct connection between uh julia dapper and so she I'm, i'm sure that she a lot of um daisy brown got had inspiration from alan resnick's stories and the uh the adult swim series that riley was talking about is the this house has people in it yeah this house has people in it and that all of alan's um alan resnick's content is probably for a whole nother episode yeah yeah for sure um but no mm -hmm. i agree with what adam said obviously like it's not within the same universe i mean it could be but like there's nothing really of substance to make that claim but it's just cool to see it's cool yeah yeah the community like working together or at least getting influence from one another not just directly stealing like a concept like we talked about with Aiden a few episodes back just going in and taking a concept was it the previous episode yeah uh yes last last episode sorry guys we pre-recorded um or two episodes ago i was right okay um yeah so any uh comments before we move on to some creepy stuff yeah um, i i don't think so uh so the creator of daisy brown is julia dapper and now she has another series called echo rose or nettlebrook and this one also looks like it will be a really promising one so far it's been so far (laughs) Great. Um, Nettlebrook. Uh, what it, is it? Just Echo Rose? Okay, I it's, Echo, it's Rose. Just Echo Rose. Yeah. And it's interesting to say the least. It's it's a really interesting one. Um, let's see. Okay, Echo Rose. Yeah, it's it's another story. We'll talk about it also eventually but yeah it it's by the same creator she is such a good actress um definitely if you honestly if i hadn't just realized like through other people telling me i wouldn't have believed it was the same same person person. Mm -hmm. especially because her acting is just it's spot on it's, it's great yeah she really takes on that character that she plays. Yeah. Uh, so, Echoes, uh, you guys should follow that one. I would recommend. Yeah. And yeah. So. And can I can I just say uh, also just um, just the thing that I noticed? Uh, Echoes, the name of the new kind of web series that she has. Um, we also, I, I didn't mention this originally, but we also learned that the name of Daisy's mother in Daisy Brown is Rose. So it feels like a lot of, um, 
a lot of the things that she's been doing is all about flowers and it's all themed about flowers. Uh, and hmm. I think there's a bunch of other stuff that's in Daisy right. Brown that yeah. uh, is like flower, like based around flowers. Uh, I think she has a few videos on like her planting uh, flowers in a garden, things like that. Yeah, a lot of her content is about, um, or on a uh, literature side, um, she really likes to make references and mm -hmm. tries to sneak in those hidden connections wherever she can and that just makes the immersion or the experience yeah the whole experience the universe just seems yeah a lot more connected yeah i i always uh i always love finding out about all this hidden stuff especially uh, if you happen to if you happen to notice it while you're watching uh, it, it's really amazing to be like, oh yeah, of course this is connected to this. But then uh, you see, you talk to other people about it, and they've noticed something completely different, mm -hmm. and they haven't noticed the thing that you noticed. And now suddenly you go back and you watch over the uh, the web series again, and you start to notice all these different things uh, that are going on. And I just love when shows do that. I, I love when when a web series does that when it hides something kind of in plain sight that you don't notice straight away uh, or that's like kind of difficult to notice but there's so much of it that you'll notice one or two things and then you get to talk to other people uh, and kind of discuss what else you've noticed right yeah um yeah yeah i was gonna say something else but i forgot already um sorry i i think i, no, you're I, think good. I crashed you are, your train of you're all good I kind of just got distracted with some other Ellen Resnick stuff. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's Echo Rose. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. So uh, Julia Dapper, she's probably going to go down as one of, like, she's up there among the notable names, just like, um, oof, the creators of, Marble Hornets. Hornets. Yeah. Um, Hi, I'm Mary Mary. Hi, I'm Mary Mary. So. Ah, uh, Petscop. Oh, Petscop. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like she's gonna be up there with it. Cause... For for all these um. Uh, narrative oriented, alternate realities, um. Echo Rose is or. Daisy Brown. Daisy Brown. <laughs> uh, is. Going to be written into books for sure, and I—it's I, cool to see more of these takes on social commentaries. Oh, and of course, the sun vanished. That's oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's the big one. <laughs> How could that's we? The big yeah, one. gosh, um, we're sorry, Aiden. <laughs> it's so big that we forgot that it exists. Yeah. Oh, stay tuned for the sun vanished also. Because Aiden's been working hard for stuff to come. The video web series, um, a huge uh, universe for The Sun Vanished is essentially going to unravel within next year or so. Yeah, so stay very, tuned very for exciting. all of it.
All right. So before we move on to the next uh, few topics, we are going to take a quick five-minute break, and All right, cool. we'll get right back to you guys. Yeah, intermission time. Intermission. Enjoy this Go, jazzy yeah. music. Go get a coffee or something before we get even spookier. Or on your side, just pause it because you're gonna we're gonna cut right next to the right to the no, next topic. Give them yeah. two minutes. Give them two minutes. Okay. Um, <laughs> what is this? It's just gonna be. Just pause it. <laughs> we'll see you in two we'll seconds. We'll see you on the other side. Okay, and we're back. Um, it's, hello. So, it's spooky time. No, almost. It is almost spooky time. Uh, almost we're gonna spooky. bring up. We're gonna bring up one other thing. So, um, Adam. Hello. You are also part of the uh, the Court of Royals ARG. Aren't you? Yes, yes, I am. Uh, even though you're proud, relatively proud new, of even though proud you're relatively new, yeah, you have been doing a lot for our team. Well, I mean, I feel like I have a, I, ha I feel like I have a duty to fulfill. 
sort of. Uh, and I see that the servers, it's not as active as, you know, I sort of thought it, it would be. Um, but I feel like anytime I kind of involve myself uh, in any big project, for example, like being part of um, being part of the Court of Royals, I always feel like I should kind of involve myself as much as possible. Uh, and I've been really enjoying the whole concept of of T-Core. Uh, like I enjoy its kind of, um, you know, like little, uh, I don't know, little puzzle-based um, sort of challenges. It sort of reminds me of, if, if any of you have ever watched the anime No Game No Life, sort of reminds me of that. Uh, and I just, I really enjoyed the, uh, the concept, uh, the whole concept behind it. Uh, and so, you know, I, I chose to, to kind of involve myself uh, as much as possible. But um, I had a really lucky break because I joined it um, while a Tetris challenge was going on. Yeah. And I happened to play Tetris quite excessively all the time. Uh, so I, I, came into, I came into the server, I remember. I came into the server uh, and I was like, oh, hey, look at Tetris challenge. Uh, and... Everyone was like, oh, yeah, yeah, so there's a Tetris challenge. And one person from Argent came up to me before I was assigned a team. And they said, oh, yeah, so I have the uh, highest score in Argent right now. Uh, so, like, good luck trying to beat us. And I was like, I mean, okay, okay I'll, I'll give it a shot. Um, so I played a game, and then they assigned me to a team. Uh, and I, I happened to get assigned to Argent. Uh, mm -hmm. And the guy who contacted me initially, the guy who said that he had the highest score on the team, he was like, okay, so how did you do? Uh, and I was like, oh, I got like 500,000 points. Yeah. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, just 500,000 points. Um, and he was like, I only had like 320,000. So I happened to beat the top guy on our team by over 200,000 points. Hold up. Hold up. Do we have that document? of all the points on our team uh yeah i think it does still exist somewhere uh oh, i, I actually scores. managed to is it 500 was about my first score i managed to push it up to 628 000 yeah 628 000. so uh curdy was the other guy and yeah, he was the guy who was talking to me I got 20,000 points less than him, so at first I was the highest, and then Curdy beat me. Like, I, I got the 313 within the first um two hours of them releasing the challenge, I think. Something like that. And then a while later, Curdy got 337, and then he talked to you, I would assume. Yeah, and you I, I think doubled. So. Practically doubled I, I mine. Double his score. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Crazy. I I still I have the I have the announcement that uh, Jack made on that server. Uh, I have it like saved on my phone. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll read it. I'll, I'll read out just a little bit of it. Right. So he said, impressively, Hammy's score of six hundred twenty-eight thousand five hundred thirty-seven points was the ultimate deciding factor in win condition of Argent. Without this score, Argent would only have. Uh, 1.5 million putting Onyx in first. I was the balance that tipped the scales in our favor. Okay. Um. And I just I wanted to be I wanted to share that because I'm proud of it. I'm very proud of myself. Yeah. Good job. It. Yeah. 
yeah too good too good <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you i'm i'm flattered besides that um have you guys seen any other args that have surfaced either from the reddit or uh because... addressing the elephant in the room new mm -hmm. neurology network anyone oh oh yeah yeah yes and 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 um i haven't been following it because i've been busy with college but same what about you adam well um i i followed it for uh a little bit um but then it as it turned out i think there were some privacy concerns going on uh with like uh the whole arg basically storing people's uh email addresses and like names and uh clips of them so, so the whole point of the ARG uh, is that um, it's an experiment to see if they can uh, project dreams onto a screen. So someone's lying down, someone's dreaming in a machine, uh, and then their dreams get projected kind of up on a screen. And that's like the whole point of the experimentation of it. Um, and in order to do that, they need to gather some sort of data or they need to gather volunteers or things like that. Um, but the volunteers need to be prepared in advance. Uh, and what they have to do is go through a couple of trials. And the trials are really simple. Uh, you're basically given instructions, and then you record yourself doing those things. So uh, I think the first instruction that they gave you was to just um, kind of close uh, close your eyes and then reopen them six times. And like every time you open them, think about something... Uh, I don't know. I, I think it was like think about something spiritual or like something that's important to you. Uh, and then they kind of got uh, more complicated from there. So um, another one would be to go outside and record yourself um, looking for a door somewhere in your neighborhood uh, and then imagining what's behind the door um, and uh, kind of just going from there. Um, and then I think they said th th there were a couple of them that were kind of weird um, that, you know, you're supposed to like go outside and I don't know, locate something or, or go to a certain place. Some some of them are some of them were pretty weird. Um, and I I recorded myself doing the first task. So I recorded myself doing the the six kind of blink. Uh, and I did it under a false name and false email address because right. I didn't want I didn't want any of my like name or anything like that to get leaked out. Mm, that's uh, but a good as it turned out, yeah, a lot funny. of people use their actual real names and like real um email addresses and passwords um and the guys over on the official uh new Neology network discord uh well it's it's quote unquote official it's not run by the guys um who are running the the arg but it's the biggest server uh out there and it's kind of sort of endorsed by uh the the, the ARG. game mods yeah it's it's endorsed by the game mods indirectly uh so we were just kind of treating it as the official Discord. Uh, but the guys over on that Discord uh, released an announcement saying that there were privacy concerns um, regarding, like, uh, password logging and, and email logging. Uh, right. So I stopped there. Uh, I, I didn't record myself. Uh, I didn't record any more clips of myself. The only one that exists is, is me just doing the blinking. Um, other people are still doing it. Uh, but the mods on that Discord encourage people to not do it if uh, their privacy is, like, a big concern to them. 
uh, and that uh, they'd be still doing it. They'd still be recording uh, those messages on themselves, uh, but that uh, they urge people who didn't want to participate to just not. Um, which, I mean, I, I think that that's a really good thing. But um, other than that, uh, um, Uology Network has been live on Twitch, uh, streaming their experiments every now and again. Uh, and uh, they're sort of interactive, um, interactive streams. So basically, it, it is just a camera feed of um, a person sleeping, uh, like a guy or girl kind of sleeping uh, in this big MRI-looking machine. Uh, and um, a member of staff from NNN sitting over watching it. Um, and uh, basically, the, the interactive part of that live stream comes from the fact that you got to, every now and again, I think every two minutes, uh, there was a message that popped up. It was a, it was a Streamlabs extension, I think, uh, that said left brain or, or right brain. You weren't given any more information. You just clicked on one or the other. Uh, and... On screen, uh, two bars would fill up based on the proportion of people who chose left brain or the proportion of people who chose right brain. Um, and during those live streams, we, we tried doing everything. So we tried getting the brains to 50-50. Uh, so like half people vote for left, half people vote for right. Uh, we tried getting everyone to vote for left, everyone to go for uh, to vote for right, and nothing was really happening. So at the moment, we think there might be no effect uh, when it comes to voting on the brain thing, uh, but we're really not sure. So other than that, um, I don't think any more information has surfaced on uh, on the new Neology Network. They have been streaming every now and again, uh, every now and, again uh, and there was just a little bit of information um, in regards to uh, volunteers sending those videos over that I was talking about. Um, but other than that, their site, their, I, I want to talk about their website a little bit, which I think is incredible. I think it's amazing uh, because you can log into it. You can make an account uh, even with like a fake username or whatever. If you have an account, you can just log in. Uh, and it has some really cool features that I think that I didn't think were even possible uh, with a website. Uh, but it has like 3D rotatable graphs of like brain activities and things like that which I, I i had no idea that was even a thing that was possible uh in you'd, say html or you'd be surprised <laughs> yeah it, it was it was it was really amazing um and from that website that's where you kind of upload your clips from uh and um they sort of uh you know had um uh, they had a library of like different videos from different volunteers. Uh, so I, I think that's where the privacy concerns came from because anyone could go onto the website, uh, go into the library, search up your name, uh, and search up that video of you doing whatever. Really interesting. Or um, alternatively, you can you can just make an account. Make an account, MMM. but use. A fake email. Use, a, use a fake email address. Yeah, and fake password. email address. Fake, Different password. Password, fake everything. Yes. Uh, just if you want to check it out. Um, again, like I said, there there are some privacy concerns, so you do have to be careful. But if you use um, kind of fake login credentials, then you should be fine. Um, as but as far as I know, isn't the Twitch account sponsor uh, verified on Twitch? Yes, it is. And that's the other thing that uh, we want to talk about in that it was verified without meeting the verification requirements. 
which means someone at Twitch vouched for them to be verified. Right. Someone high up, someone high up in Twitch rankings We're vouched for to... them to be verified uh-huh. uh, kind of immediately. Uh, and what ended up happening is that its second live stream ended up on the front page of Twitch. Uh, and it gathered something like 120,000 live viewers, which it, it's a crazy amount if you um, like like if you if you've uh, seen Twitch, uh, the highest kind of viewed um, streams on Twitch tend to only be uh, like in the hundreds of thousands, like a hundred thousand, uh, 120,000. So for uh, an ARG, basically, to reach that kind of global, um, you know, viewership, watch, like people, yeah. yeah, viewership, like people watching it, uh, is really crazy. But uh, the whole ARG it looks really professional, and it looks like there has been a huge amount of money poured into it. Um, we believe at the moment that it's a promotion for a service that Twitch will be doing, but that's all speculation. We have no idea what's what this mm. is actually for. Interesting. Because otherwise, why would Twitch verify this channel, right? Yeah, that's a good point. That That's a really good point. Yeah, so new Newology Network, you'll probably hearing, be hearing more of that from us if you're not Later. following from other sources. So yeah, that is our update on ARGs. Um, I, I mean, from r slash ARG, you know, we're still seeing a bunch of new ARGs that people are posting every day. It's it's still entertaining to watch, but or to see these new submissions. But like we keep saying, it you got to make it stand out. Um, yeah. You can do it. You can make it stand out, and the. One of the ARGs that I'm working on, which has been put on a back burner for now, uh, we've got some really cool ideas to make it stand out. And hopefully I'll be able to share more about it later, but stay tuned for that. Yeah, unfortunately, when it comes to ARGs, when you want to make them interesting, you have to be careful... See, I, I feel like there are a, a lot of kind of misconceptions about certain ARGs or, or, or about how to make a good ARG. Um, I, I feel like there's definitely a, a formula that sometimes is used that's just really boring. Uh, mm-hmm. If your ARG consists entirely of solving Caesar cipher, then it's it's not interesting because it's been done a million times. So I feel like in order to, if you want to make an ARG, before you actually go, to make uh, an ARG, you just have a story in mind first to tell, and then base your base your ARG around that rather than the other way around. If you have a puzzle or if you have puzzles to uh, to make, I mean, you can go ahead and make them and present them as a puzzle, uh, and then kind of wrap your story around it. But don't expect uh, your story to become a huge focus of it. If you want to get into making ARGs, have a story in mind first. I think that's my definite advice for uh creating ARGs. Oh absolutely. Yeah. Um I, I know you have some experience, right? In at least Um I have experience in puzzle creation, but I've puzzle never creation. really created a full ARG okay. myself. 
for for that same reason that I I simply don't have a a story to tell. I have mm-hmm. puzzles to share, uh, but no real story to tie it all together. Uh, but yeah, I, I do have some puzzle making experience. All right, very cool. So let's finish this episode off with uh, the dark web, shall we? <laughs> yeah. The dark, the dark web, spooky stuff. Right. So <laughs> before we jump straight into it, I would like to uh, bring up that the dark web is something that you need to take a lot of precaution with. Um, it is not something that you should jump into not knowing what you're doing. Uh, so in, uh, on that note, I would recommend that you guys use a VPN. Some VPNs that exist are like NordVPN, ExpressVPN. I personally use, um, Windscribe and these are all really good options so make sure you use a vpn make sure you use a trustworthy uh, just, vpn uh-huh yeah i just kind of want to jump in here um that uh nordvpn recently had a scandal Did uh, it really? where yes they, they recently had a scandal where um all of the ips that kind of went through nordvpn someone hacked into the, uh, the nordvpn servers and stole all of the ips uh, going oh, through their servers, and there was there was a huge data leak when it comes to NordVPN. Um, so people are kind of staying away from that one now, just as a as a point of precaution. Um, I mean, you can search it up yourself in order if you want like more information on it. Uh, but yeah, NordVPN. Oh, this is super not recent. a safe option. This is it's super very, recent. It, it happened a couple of days ago. NordVPN no longer a, a safe option. So uh, okay. if you want to go for something else, uh, definitely do. But NordVPN. Oh uh, well, okay, okay. Um, some tough times. Quickly reading into it, it doesn't look like it's not. So they were hacked, yes, but uh, mm, okay. It looks like data and privacy wasn't actually compromised oh okay that's good yeah. i i don't know i i heard somewhere that 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 it was and that you know nordvpn no longer safe I, I i haven't used nordvpn so it hasn't affected me directly but if there was no data leaks or anything like but, that well that's uh moral of the story make sure you research into the vpn that you're, you're using yeah definitely uh, yeah and on top of that security i would recommend so by default, you would probably default to uh, the Tor browser, and that's created by the Tor project, which is super heavily funded by the uh, U.S. military. Um, Tor project funding. Uh, I believe it is from... It's from some part of the U.S. government. Um, yeah. So, Tor Browser, go with that. And then, lastly, search with DuckDuckGo and use the DuckDuckGo um, extension. That heavily increases the security of what you're browsing and 
how you're browsing. So make sure you use DuckDuckGo. Anyways, um, so the dark web, the deep web, the black web, I think that people call it that, the hidden underground network of the internet, the the place that Google doesn't let you see, basically. Yeah. Um. So what is this? This is this is the same exact technology that uh everybody uses already. It is the same. People use servers. These are on servers that run just like how Facebook servers are run, Amazon servers are run. A lot of them are just more privately run or they don't use um, the services that allow you to get onto Google and all that stuff. So in order to get onto these uh, dark web websites, Usually they are dot onion links, and these dot onion links are just—it's the same as um how a normal dot com dot net dot org website works. They just are uh they go when they <laughs> when you're accessing the URL they go through these. Uh, network points excuse my vocabulary but essentially the net, these network points decipher what the URL that you're trying to access is and they'll return you with the uh, HTML that is supposed to be displayed so DuckDuckGo obviously if you're just on um, the a normal browser so here I'm using the new Microsoft Edge Insider browser. DuckDuckGo, they have um, DuckDuckGo.com. But if you are using the Tor browser, you, it's recommended that you use their Onion site, which is this URL up here, 3G2UPL4PQ6KUFC4M.onion. So all of the... URLs are, they just look random. It helps with anonymity. That brings us to the next topic. Anonymity. The dark web. Uh, this is where you would go if you want to try to stay anonymous. Um, there's a lot of, of course, with the connotation of the dark web, there's a lot of shady stuff. And... That's only because it's what's highlighted. Um, some examples of it not being used for shady stuff is for the anonymity, the security, and privacy. So, for example, here I've pulled up uh, Proton Mail, and Proton Mail they they're hosted in Switzerland, and they heavily focus on your own privacy and security. Uh, I don't remember my login at the moment, so there is 
there is this it's a really good mailing service and i would recommend you use it if you want it try to stay more private um yeah so there's that continuing on the dark web it's used for pretty much everything you can use it you can use facebook in a dark web and because facebook has their own um url i was trying to log on earlier but they kept logging me out so that's probably for better um but they have their own website this right here what i've pulled up is the propublica uh so if you're on youtube you can directly see the web page but for those listening uh right here on the front page there's articles on stuff that you wouldn't really see traditionally the titles uh you wouldn't see it on cnn or uh fox it's a, it's news it's a lot of really political stuff basically uh, yeah it's a lot of yeah. kind of controversial political um, it's stuff that you can talk article. about without much yeah so this yeah on the front page there's a lot of trump stuff trump administration um <laughs> yeah a lot of political stuff so there's there's this next one of the most popular onion websites is the hidden wiki and this is essentially a huge database of the hidden the dark web um it's not as much as the wikipedia that we're used to but they what they have is website links to websites that you can get to through you can easily get to uh so for example uh let's see commercial services there is this hacking team website you can click on it let it take a second to load if it'll actually load um i've been told that some of these websites are already taken down so talking about websites getting taken down the silk road so this is one of the most associated websites with the dark web the silk road originally launched uh some years ago <laughs> i should have done more research on that but it was originally uh brought up by this one guy and it was it was this lawless it's essentially an ebay for everything yeah. literally everything from drugs to weapons to social security numbers to so um i googled it mm -hmm. you know and us um elbridge however you pronounce that 
And then they have the website, like the actual URL. Do they? Um, on the on the Wikipedia, like, but I'm not sure whether or not to trust that. But if you search uh, Silk Road Marketplace, it'll because that's the historical definition. Right, that's not okay. Silk Road, uh, yeah. So you could basically get anything that you want here. It's ah new URL. So launched right here. It says February two thousand eleven, and then two years later, it was shut down in um twenty thirteen by the FBI and Europol. Later, oh, uh, oh, Silk Road 2.0, which came up after the original Silk Road was taken down, was shut down by FBI and Europol. And then uh, another guy came up with Silk Road 3.0 after 2.0 went down. And two years ago, it was just recent, uh, it was shut down because it didn't have. The funding that it needed so i'm going to open up this url uh not gonna show it on the video just in case there's stuff that shouldn't be seen uh it wants me to fill out a captcha let's do that uh, I think I failed to capture, so let's try that again. <laughs> Submit. Okay, I think it worked. Gonna load up. But, um, so Silk Road. It is... Um, yeah. A lot of illegal stuff. But you could also buy non-illegal stuff, like books or Nintendo DS's yeah. I, don't, I don't know <laughs> um pretty much I mean, everything I, you can find anything again there. yeah you, you you said that um the website you could find anything on it and I mean that that is true it is it was eBay without restriction you could literally sell anything you wanted so pulling it up I can drag it back onto the screen because it's so all of this is drugs uh money let's talk about money so right here you guys can see the most used currency is bitcoin um bitcoin is everything in the dark web or more so cryptocurrency bitcoin yeah. is the most popular option because um it had this surge and that surge, a lot of it came from the dark web. But cryptocurrency is the big thing. Uh, so this is Litecoin. There's uh, Monero. And I don't think this is Ethereum, but they also use Ethereum. Uh, scrolling down through there list of stuff being sold there is really interesting stuff um drugs a lot of drugs um 
LSD tabs, uh, cocaine, weed, uh, next, Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys get it, so. Yeah, basically, um, don't. I, buy yeah. drugs uh, we from do not condone, the dark web. We do not condone this at all. Because there's there's a very high ch chance it's not the drug that it's saying it is. Just gonna just gonna put that out there. Yeah. So. And you don't want to die from that. So please don't. Uh, I, only I, use prescription I drugs. Yeah, you, you wouldn't want to buy. You wouldn't want to buy any drugs here. Period. Uh huh. Yeah. Stay off of it. <laughs> You can survive without the dark web. Like we're showing it to educate you guys of what it is. Um, this is definitely a surface level introduction into the dark web because uh, statistically, the dark web is ninety six percent of the internet. What we see, Facebook, Instagram, what Google shows you is only four percent of what is actually out there. Uh and honestly, you don't even need that 96% because, yeah, you don't need it. Um, but so to dive a little deeper in, they there's, there's a lot of search engines for um, Onion web surfing, and one of them is Torch. Torch, you'll get results that you normally don't see i believe so this reminds me of the part of unfriended uh there was a there was a second unfriended it was really bad really uh, yeah and it was unfriended dark web i believe huh yeah unfriended dark web and i think in the movie he goes through like torch but it looks very different <laughs> like ah uh, yeah obviously yeah. they make it where it's like Oh my god, don't go on that. Oh no. So immediately after... So I searched up Facebook. And all of these results... Most of these results... Okay. The first two results are in Russian. But before those results, we see all these advertisements. Just a whole list of it. Uh, <laughs> scam list. Uh, hidden marketplace. Uh, EU drugs, the armory. So, yeah. There's still advertising here, but they're annoying enough for you to not pay attention to them. Uh, scrolling down, you can see... So I searched up Facebook, and a lot of these are websites promoting their own Facebook, or um, people sharing hacked facebook stuff oh okay i was wrong the the thing was called the river not torch the river let's see river not sure if that's real or not though uh it is not on the front page of the hidden wiki so yeah um yeah um let's see a lot of what Tor does for you, or DuckDuckGo, is that they try to make it safe for you. So when you're searching through the dark web, you don't stumble upon uh, stuff that you shouldn't be seeing. So 
I'm going to search up Facebook right here, and we get a similar layout to how Google has it. Um, we have Google, or we have Facebook, the website, the apps. Um, so it's all that stuff. Like, what, um, what DuckDuckGo does for you is it decentralizes Google's bias or Bing's bias or yeah, does Yahoo Search still exist? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, um, I I think it was just eaten up by by Google or or Bing or what. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm old. <laughs> um, but what it does, it shows you the results that you should what you should see um, without any bias and without all the dangerous stuff. DuckDuckGo tries to make it. Secure, private, and it eliminates the tracking that a lot of websites do. So, Duck, obviously, DuckDuckGo's web, own website doesn't have any trackers. And yeah, this this episode of this episode of the AR Detectives was sponsored by DuckDuckGo. No, I'm kidding. No, we're we're not. Um, you but, know, uh, if DuckDuckGo wants to sponsor us. Hit I mean, me yeah, up. Go right ahead. Uh, Hit me up. Hmm. Any web, like, anything. Um, brilliant. If you want to. Sp- okay, never mind. <laughs> We're looking for sponsors. Um, looking to get more better quality episodes for our audience. Um, yeah. So, is there anything that you guys want to know about the dark web? Any uh, questions? I think I just. Uh, I think I just. I know wanna, you have a story. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna keep that one to myself. Now, now that I think about it, I think it might be better to just okay. uh, kind of keep it off off sure. the internet. But um, I do. I do just want to um, kind of talk a little bit about uh about the dark web myself. In okay. that um, it doesn't have to be used specifically for like anything that's illegal or specifically yes. for like buying drugs. You can literally. Uh, as I mean, Hans has displayed, you can literally go on tour and just go on YouTube and search up YouTube videos, or you can go on Facebook or whatever. Um, and the whole point of the dark web is that um, it's supposed to kind of make you more. It, it's supposed to increase the privacy, right? It's supposed to put you through, uh, you know, what multiple layers of kind of encryption. Um, which 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 is just the entire point uh of the dark web uh and i feel like people are are kind of playing it up like uh you know you go to the dark web to get illegal stuff and i mean yeah of course you can do that uh but i think a lot of people that do use tor uh use it not for you know buying illegal stuff uh but specifically for that kind of privacy factor and for you know uh the fact that they can't be tracked by the websites that they visit which I think is a is a fantastic part of Tor. Um, I think it's a fantastic uh, service. Um, but as we just demonstrated, you do have to be careful when you're on the dark web, uh, because yeah. there are there are websites there that uh, you know sell illegal illegal uh, products, illegal services. Uh, so you do have to be careful. But um, if you know how to use it safely, Tor is a fantastic way to. Uh, stay secure on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. 
yeah so this is our I, I think we can yeah wrap it up there segment on the dark web and so if you're on youtube you're seeing me just browse through the hidden wiki yeah um, this is the surveillance self-defense uh site good tips on staying safe out there oh yeah um looking back i hope you guys did enjoy this episode it's a little different um i'd like to welcome hammy slash adam again to this what uh to this podcast and yeah yeah. (laughs) um so let's close off this episode um thank you guys so much for listening i just realized the uh music stopped but i'll probably put in some later or you guys are just gonna list not have music um i hope you guys enjoyed this episode you guys can listen to us on pretty much everywhere podcasts are on now um let me quickly pull it up right here listen to us on regular player fm radio public apple Podcasts, google podcasts castbox castro overcast iHeartRadio, spotify stitcher tune in pretty much anywhere you can find our website on the ardetectives.rf.gd um and you guys can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and in join our Discord. We would like to see more people on our Discord. Um, it's always fun to see new faces, and we love to chat with you guys. Uh, besides that, you should become a patron. Becoming a patron, you get to see the behind-the-scenes features of our podcast. You get to see sneak peeks. Um, Once we get more organized, we'll have polls for patrons. And you guys get a a nice spiffy roll on the Discord to show that you are a proud supporter of the Alternate Reality Detectives podcast. Yep. And last but not least, uh, Riley, where can... Mm -hmm. Our audience find you on social media. They can find me on Instagram. It's Riley Foy. Uh, it'll be in the description. And I think that's really it. I don't really use any other social media. <laughs> okay. And Adam, would you like to plug any of your social medias if you have any? Um. Not really at the moment. Um, I did. I did make an Instagram account just about a week ago. Um, for for the for the singular for the singular person of uh, for for cool. Sorry, for the singular purpose of talking to one person. Uh, but I started. Uh, I started uploading my art there. There's a funny story behind the name, right? So the name. Uh, the name of the Instagram account is Haha Nice Try Zuckerberg. Um, and, and there's a funny story behind the name. And then when I was originally making the Instagram account, uh, I was using like all my real name and all my real credentials and everything like that. Uh, and Instagram decided to kick me out for some reason, or decided to to restrict my account. Uh, so I, I emailed them and I said, you know, what's going on? 
Uh, and they said, uh, yeah, okay, so you restricted your account because we're not sure if this is the real you. <laughs> um, so we're just going to have you, we're just going to have you confirm your identity. And I was like, okay, how do I do that? Uh, and they said, we need you to send a picture of your entire face uh, and you holding a sheet of paper with your full name and email address on it. What? And I was like, yeah, I oh, know. Oh, yeah, they, they do that. I That's have happened to me before. Huh. I've created so many Instagrams, and not once have I needed to do that. Yeah, and and you know what? I said screw it because uh, I'm not gonna give Facebook Instagram's owned by Facebook. Yeah. I'm not gonna give Facebook a picture of me, and um, like confirming my entire uh, like all of my credentials and all of my kind of mm-hmm. uh, like I I wasn't about to give Facebook uh, a picture of me. No, no pictures. No pictures of me exist on Facebook. Facebook doesn't have a hold of of uh, any pictures of me. That is good. Not that I know of, anyways. And I wasn't about to give them that. Uh, so I hopped on. I hopped online. Uh, I made a fake email address. Uh, you know, used the VPN, used the proxy, whatever, uh, and made a fake um, Instagram account. And somehow that counted it as more real than the actual account that I made. The heck. Yeah, I don't know how it happened, and it passed through uh, without a problem. So I named I named the account Haha Nice Try Zuckerberg, uh, just as a um, <laughs> as as a joke to commemorate my victory over uh, Instagram's uh, support team, and and that's that's how the name comes. And I I I probably won't change it because I just like keeping it there as a taunt for. Uh, for Mark Zuckerberg himself. He's never going to see it, but I just I just like having it around. So anyways, yes. Haha, nice try Zuckerberg. I post art there. Well, I, I started posting art there a week ago. So if you want to go check it out. All right. And lastly, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Hans underscore Husarianto. And at Hans Anonymous pretty much everywhere else. And yeah, don't forget, you're breathtaking.